Good morning. morning. Join me in today's scripture. You will find that we are in Matthew 28th chapter 16, verses 16 through 20, and it reads, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for this time. I ask that you would Bless me, that you would keep me, that you would ground me, that you would settle me, that you would direct me. Lord, let your word come out in the manner in which you have designed it to come, that it may touch all that you have designed it to touch. Lord, bless and enrich our lives and help us to be better today than we were tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen. And looking at today's sermon, I looked at the, the topic that was given me. We, were, we are supposed to be talking about being a multi-ethnic and a multi-generational church. We are talking about being more like the church at Antioch, being more like the church that Jesus intended. We are talking about being the church. Now, it, it's, it amazes me because as I begin to look at this, the scripture that we just came from is exactly where I went. And up until this point, we know some things. We know that Jesus was born of a virgin and came and lived 33, 33 and a half years here on earth. We know that he, he discipled his disciples, that he walked with them, that he allowed them to see his example, that he uh, gave them the word, that he allowed them to see all the things that were done. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He, he did some miraculous things while he was here. We also know that he was convicted of a crime that he did not commit and that he hung on a cross for sins that were never his. We know that he died on that cross and that they buried him in a borrowed tomb. And on the third day, the stone was rolled away and behold, Jesus has arisen just as he said that he would. And that brings us to the scripture where we are now, where now he has appeared to the disciples and he looks at them and he says, it's your turn. Go ye therefore, make disciples of all people and of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them all the things that I have commanded you and that you have observed. Now, last week, Reverend Robinson came in and she preached a mighty word of God as it relates to tearing down barriers. She said that it does not matter whether you are Greek or Jew, whether you are male or female, whether you are a slave or free or a slave or master. Jesus has come for us all. She said that it, is, uh, that it is the church that Jesus designs that breaks down all of the barriers that this world has so cleverly created, but Jesus being Jesus is still able to overcome. She told us that, that those barriers were distractions sent by the enemy, but they, they don't matter because as Jesus was dying on the cross, the veil ripped in the temple and all of a sudden access was granted to us all. Reflecting on that sermon, 
I begin to think about a variety of things and I begin to see this construction zone, this work zone or this work area. I begin to see a wrecking ball and hear jackhammers and sledgehammers working, dismantling and deconstructing and breaking up the, the, the edifice that was there. I then saw bulldozers in my mind and people with brooms and shovels clearing the debris. I saw inspectors and aerators coming after that, preparing the territory so that a new building could be erected. And finally, I saw builders with their blueprints and people with their hammers and their, their various tools preparing to build this new building. And all of a sudden, the message that I feel like I am to give to you today, all of a sudden made sense. The Great Commission, go ye therefore making disciples of all people and of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, is our call to work. It's our call to the mission of the church. It's our call to get in with the tools that we've been given, to get in with the knowledge that we've been granted, to get in to the thick of things with the people that other people have discarded and come ready to work, to build the church as Jesus has designed it. You see, when I read this scripture, four words came and jumped out at me. Go, as in go ye therefore. Make, as in make disciples of all people and all nations. Baptize, as in baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And lastly, teach all the things that you have observed throughout your time with me. And those words jumped out because even looking back on the vision that I had, go parallels the dissembling and the, the, the dismantling and the destruction process that I saw when I entered the construction zone in my mind, make uh, a mirror the clearing of the debris that was present, baptized, looked at the making ready of the ground or the territory in which we were given and teach is the thing that we need to effectively build. Jesus was calling them then and us now to do all of these things as we are called to the work zone that is ahead of us. He calls us to go, to move past our, our, our fears, to, to move forward, to make functional, to disassemble the barriers that the world has created, to uh, uh, tear down the dysfunction that we often see, to deconstruct the trains of thought that have been taught over generations and that hold us back from being the men and women that God called us to be. He's called us to make or to clear the debris that has been left by generations of false teaching, to clear the debris of what has been taught to us as the right and righteous thing, but as really the selfish and self-centered thing. He has, he has called us to make disciples or learn students of all men and of all nations. You see, I understand that we cannot make anybody be a learned student, but we can clear the debris of the old thought through the process of love. We can help them to hear over the noise and see past their distractions. We can help them through the first steps of this journey called life and Christ and guide them through it. We can ease and even turn their minds from their old man by being there in support and love as they transition into the new man or woman in Christ. God has called us to baptize. In this sense, we are baptizing them into the faith. 
We are immersing them into the community of faith. We are sprinkling them with love. We are making ready that fallow ground that will one day have the seed as people drop the seeds and will later get the water as God ultimately gives the increase. And lastly, he called them then and us now to teach. Now, this is a new command. He has sent them out before to do great miraculous things. He has set, he has set and talked with them while they sat at the feet trying to, to, to learn of those things. He has shared many parables and, and taught them a variety of lessons over the time with them. But this is the first time that he's given them the command to teach. I believe in this moment he is looking at them and saying, now that... I am gone. You can no longer stand and point to the teacher as the example. It's your turn to be the example. As, as I have taught you all of these years, as I have shared and imparted, as I have been the example for you, it is your turn now to be the example for many. There, there is not a Bible big enough for us to hit anybody in the head with to make them believe a thing. But just maybe by the life that you live, somebody will be curious as to know how you are able to stand the way that you stand. Maybe, just maybe, when the storms of life come and you stand in a peaceful state that befuddles and, and, and bewilders those people around you, maybe, just maybe, they will run and inquire of you, how is it that you're able to keep such a peaceful demeanor in the midst of all of this perceived chaos? Maybe, just maybe, when people come up to you and try to despitefully use you and you love them anyway, somebody will come and say, how is it that you can see that they mean ill will towards you? but show such grace and show such love. How is it that in the midst of all these things that should make you weak, you appear to be so strong? And that is the moment where we begin to build the church. We begin to, to be in a position where we become the example that Christ has designed us to be. We, get in, we are in now in a position where people are not relying just on our words, but they're relying on our actions as Jesus is our example. And when people were discounted, and when people were thrown away, and when people were forgotten, those were the people that he went after. And church, those are the people that he's sending us to. Amen. You see, we find not only here, but also in Acts, that God wills that the church be an inclusive community of all nations and of all people. He wills that all will be saved, all that will confess with their mouth and believe with their heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. He, he wants them to be saved. He's made provision for them to be saved. It does not matter if they're Jew or if they're Greek. It doesn't matter if you're black or if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're a millennial, a generation Xer. It does not matter if you're a baby boomer. It does not matter what other people may say about you. Jesus himself, God himself, the Holy Spirit is rooting for you. You see, his invitation, God's invitation is open to us all. And I believe it's our job to deliver that invitation to as many people as we can possibly deliver it to. And together as a Christian community, together as a church, we will get to the party. For heaven is already prepared, but we must first become the church.
that Christ desires to come back for. You see, here at the village, we have made a very intentional effort to be multi-ethnic and multi-generational. Here at the village, we have been very intentional about creating programs that individuals of all economic social statuses, of, of all walks of life can come and get the things they need at the village. We have intentionally begun to walk this thing out the way that God has called us to walk, but village, the work zone is still ahead. There's still so many people yet to talk to. There's still so many individuals to reach. There's still so many communities that need to hear the good news of the gospel. Village, the work zone, is ahead. For everywhere that your foot trod, uh, God is expanding your territory, which means that in your communities, in your schools, yes, even at the church, in your social organizations, and in every place that you go, there is work yet to be done. So this week, I challenge you to do this one thing for me. I want you to grab the hand of somebody that you love, somebody that knows Christ, somebody that doesn't know Christ. It does not matter. Somebody that you love. And I want you to begin to walk with them. I want you to go with them. I want you to help them in making themselves a learned student. I want you to do all the things that God has called you to be. I want you to be the example. And as you walk with them hand in hand through this process that is life, the prayer is that they will be so engulfed with the Spirit of God that they have to share it too, and they'll grab another hand along the way. And hopefully that person will begin to see the example and want to be the example, and they'll grab a hand as well. Until you look around and you, from that one hand that you grabbed, from that one person that you grabbed in the work zone, now you have a community of believers attached to you. Now you have a village that is walking in unison towards the, 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 the way that, the, that God has designed the church to be. Now, we are the church. People of God, love is contagious. Mercy and grace is necessary. The work that we have to do, God has already given us the knowledge and the tools to do it. It's our turn. Go ye therefore, making disciples of all people and of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching all the things that you have observed and that you've been taught, and never forget that you don't walk this way alone, for he has declared that he will be with us all forever even until the end of the age. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.